Blog Talk Radio. This is the second lesson in a series titled The Twelve Disciples. It is an esoteric study of Jesus and the Twelve Disciples from the basis that Jesus and the Twelve Disciples are you and the Twelve Disciplines are functions of your mind. This particular lesson is titled Developing Right Hearing and Rock Faith. It is an esoteric study of the first disciple called by Jesus, Simon Peter. And Simon Peter is the first disciple called by Jesus, the God-conscious mind, the mastermind. And it is rather well that I repeat some introductory remarks concerning the meanings that we are dealing with in this lesson and this series. For when we say Jesus, we're not talking about a theological figure or a historical figure as such. But to us, Jesus is the God-conscious mind in man. That God-conscious mind in man, whereby man knows who and what he is in God, and who and what God is in him. Jesus is the master mind in man. The mind which is master of itself and therefore is master of all of its disciples or disciplines or functions or attributes, master of all that concerns it, master of all of its affairs. Simon Peter is the first disciple called by Jesus the God-conscious mind. Later, Simon is surnamed Peter. Simon means hearing. And Peter is translated from the Koine Greek term in the New Testament, Petros, which means a rock, a massive rock. So then, in esoteric science, the quality, the faculty represented by the disciple Simon Peter is the faculty of hearing, the faculty of the inner ear, which is disciplined or discipled to hear God, to hear good, to hear the Word of God, the Word of good, and nothing but the Word of God, the Word of good and thereby develops rock faith. Let me hear all of you say rock faith. Ladies and gentlemen, the faculty of your inner ear must become disciplined to hear God, to hear the I am God. And beside me there is none else. The faculty of your inner ear must be 
discipline to hear the word of God, the word of good, and nothing but that. It must be trained. And this is the meaning of Jesus calling Simon. And it was not until later that Simon was also called Simon Peter. The rock, a massive rock, rock, faith, unmovable self-confidence. This tells you something. The way to develop faith, rock faith, the way to develop unmovable self-confidence is to listen to the word of God, the word of good, with the inner ear and nothing but the word of God, the word of good, with the inner ear. Simon the disciplined hearing, the spiritually trained inner ear, will not listen to the opinions of the world or the reports of the material senses. Simon listens only to the word of God, the word of good, the word of truth, until he becomes Peter, a massive rock, rock faith, unmovable faith in I am, unshakable self-confidence based upon the knowledge I am God and beside me there is none else. Simon, this disciplined quality of mind, receives the keys to the kingdom after discovering I am to be the Christ. Let us read now an incident between Jesus, the God-conscious mind, and the disciple Peter, the disciple Simon, rather, at this point, from St. Matthew, the 16th chapter, the 13th through the 19th verses. When Jesus came into the borders of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, are one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But who say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you, rock faith, the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose 
on earth shall be loose in heaven. It's very interesting, this encounter between Jesus and Simon Peter, the disciplined inner ear which has developed rock faith because it has been listening to the word of God, to the word of good, to the one cause, to the one power, which is I am. Notice the mastermind was really questioning all of the disciplines of his mind. You see, all of the functions and the disciplines of your mind must come to know I am. Meaning that all of the functions and disciplines of your mind, the twelve disciples, your twelve disciples, every one of them must come to know the one cause, the one power, the one reality, which is I am, awareness of being. And so here the mastermind is cross-examining the disciplines, the functions of his mind, his disciples, and throws them a question. What is the world saying about I am? In other words, what is the world saying about what cause is, what power is? You know, the world has many causes for what goes on in the world. But you see, when we know I am, we know that there's only one cause. The world has many causes, but in the kingdom of God, there's only one cause, and that's I am, awareness of being. And this is why the mastermind is here playing, in a sense, with the disciplines of his mind to draw out of them the knowledge that I am is the only cause. You ask the black people, what's the cause of your problem? Well, it's the man in the White House. Maybe if you were to ask another ethnic group, what's the cause of your trouble? Maybe it would be a neighboring nation. But in the world, people have so many different causes that they believe in. So who does the world say, I am? Well, there are various opinions going around. But you see here again, in the kingdom of God, we are not dealing with the opinions of the world. And the sooner you learn to forget the opinions of the world, the better off you'll be. That's why you've got to get out of the business of idle gossip, listening to it. Remember that Simon is the disciplined inner ear. You see, you've got to discipline the inner and the outer ear. What are you listening to? Who are you listening to? So Jesus discovered that a lot of the disciples had been listening to the opinions of the world. And here's a good thing for you to start disciplining yourself with right now. Write down, what am I listening to? Who am I listening to? Am I giving my attention to the opinions of the world? So some of the disciples begin to play back the different opinions of the world. Do you know that's what happens to you in your experience many times? Your experience is really a playback of what you've been listening to in your inner ear. It's a playback of what you've been looking at with your inner eye. You see, in another disciple that we will study in this series, Bartholomew represents the inner eye of imagination. 
but to stay strictly on this particular discipline, which is hearing inner ear, it is correctly said that your experience is a playback of what you've been listening to in your inner ear. And the disciples began to play back to Jesus the opinions of the world. And after they had played back all of the different opinions of the world concerning I am, concerning cause, concerning power, concerning reality, then Simon Peter spoke up and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And the mastermind blessed him and said, Flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you. In other words, this knowledge didn't come from the world mind. What you're learning here in these spiritual things and these esoteric teachings, you won't get it in the world. Sadly, you won't even get it in the church. <laughs> How many theologians actually know the meaning of Jesus and the twelve disciples? It would surprise you. That's why they're theological cemeteries, yes. And they never got beyond the personality thing that maybe Jesus is some kind of historical or theological figure and the disciples also were just a bunch of men. But flesh and blood cannot reveal the I am to you. Flesh and blood cannot reveal to you the one power, the one cause. The Father in heaven has to reveal that to your inner eye, to your inner ear, to your inner spirituality. And it was then that Jesus pronounced a blessing on his disciplined inner ear, you see, because there the mastermind was able to detect and to bring out the truth that the inner ear had been listening to the Christ, had been listening to I Am so closely that the disciple Simon Peter, the disciple, the discipline of hearing, had developed rock faith, <laughs> had developed unshakable confidence, and so Jesus said, Now upon this rock faith in God, upon this rock faith in one presence, one power, one cause, one anything, one everything, I build the temple of God, the temple of good. And this faith is so strong and rock-like that even the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it. And this is how you have got to develop your inner man, your inner being, your inner faculties. This is how you've got to develop your inner ear, train your inner ear to hear the Word of God, the Word of God to this extent, that your faith in God becomes a rock. The world can't move it. Notice that the opinions of the world didn't move Simon Peter. Write yourself another question. Am I moved by the opinions of the world? It tickles me to read the economist columns and opinions in the Wall Street Journal. They can't even agree whether this is a recession or a depression. And they're always guessing. And I just laugh and say, I'm so glad I'm not into any of that. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ in righteousness. See, this is why you have to be careful that you do not live your life by the opinions of the world. Stop listening to the opinions of the world. And while I'm on economy, let me mention this and encapsulate it in this way. There's really only one economy anyway, and that is the economy of thought. I want it written in your hearts, and don't you ever forget that. The only economy is the economy of thought. 
which is I am. And makes no difference what the stocks and the bonds and the this and the that does. I am God. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Thought is the only economy. As a man thinks, so is he. And you see, Simon has listened to this until he has developed rock faith in it and cannot be moved. And when you know that the only economy is the economy of thought, you are not moved by the opinions of the world or the opinions of learned economists. And we are going to have to discipline and train and disciple the functions of our mind so that we are unmoved by the opinions of the world. This is Simon Peter, unmoved by the opinions of the world because he has listened to the Word of God until he has developed rock faith. I know I'm being redundant, and I intend to be redundant. That's how people learn negatives, because the world has constantly been repeating those negative opinions over and over, day and night, on radio, television, newspaper, and word of mouth, <laughs> until people develop rock faith in negatives. That's why it's so hard to move people off of negatives sometimes. They develop rock faith in negatives because they've been listening with their inner ear to negatives. And so this is why I must pound it into you over and over again. So those of you who may be new to this teaching and you may be listening, you may be saying, well, he keeps repeating himself. Yes, I am. And I'm going to keep repeating it, and you'd better keep listening with your inner ear until you develop rock faith. <laughs> in God, in good, in I am, in the economy of thought, Simon, the spiritually trained inner ear, Monday, 7, I mean, yeah, 7 to 8, and um, hope everybody had a great weekend, um, got some things accomplished, want to accomplish over the weekend, back on a little, procrastinating a little bit, <coughs> and did a little um, self-love, spirituality, reached out to your inner self, um, hope everybody did a little bit of that, you know what I'm saying, just to get a get to know yourself a little bit better. But anyway, um, I ordered a book. It's called The Lost Book of Herbal Remedies. Seems to be good. Um, I haven't got into it yet. I actually just got it today, but <clears throat> I hope to get into it and use some of this stuff. And say it's forgotten remedies that our great 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 grandparents used to use. Um, I mean, from flipping through it though, it's got some nice, it's got some nice information in, it. and it also has pictures so you can identify the herbs. And they say most of them you can be found in your backyard or in the woods or whatever. Hell, it's kind of crazy, but it ain't too much woods around no more. Everywhere they were woods, they're building houses, so they're kind of cutting back on our on the woods. But anyway, I want to. I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna talk about the um, tonight. I'm gonna talk about birth certificate authentication. Um, I did a little research on it last night. Well, actually, I got my birth certificate authenticated, and 
It's really, it's not really too hard. It's kind of, it's basically pretty simple. All you got to do is get a copy of your, um, get a copy of your, get a sh- the the um, live certificate of live birth. That's what I want to do from your county where you were born, and get the um, the um, birth certificate authenticated, which means they just sign off on it and say that the um, well, actually, when I got mine, I didn't have to do it at the county because where I got it from, it was already authenticated. It had the stamp. Matter of fact, what they do, they put a stamp on it, um, like indented it into the paper. Then I took it to the Secretary of State and got a, another paper put on the front of it with the gold seal on it from the state. And then I had to actually, when I went to the Secretary of State and I did the authentication, it's a paper you got to fill out to. Um, to um, actually, where you're gonna send it? You got to send it to a country. I mean, you got actually got to use the country's address or the country. I guess you're gonna be doing business in, or I guess so. I don't know for sure. But um, I mean, ask for a little information, and then you gotta um, actually get you a return address. I mean, a return uh, envelope, and and put yours in there and send it off. <clears throat> and wait for it to come back. Back when I did mine, I did mine in, let's see the date on this thing. I actually filed it 9-15-2017. So it's, it's been a while since I did mine. But I'm pretty sure all the, everything's the same. I mean, and we got this <clears throat> this thing, this um, understanding of of authentic birth certificate from um from actually uh, rule 220, Minnesota Rule 220, and it says the registration of titles is authorized to proceed for registration of minorities upon any outstanding certificate of title and official birth certificate pertaining to a re- a registered owner named in said certificate of title showing the date of birth of said registered owner. Providing there is attached to the said birth certificate an affidavit of an affiliate who states he, she is familiar with the facts recited, stating that the party name in the said birth certificate is the same party as one of the owner's name in said certificate of title, and that there and that thereafter the registrar of title shall treat said registered owner as having attained the age of majority at the, at the date 18 years after the date of shown on the said certificate. <clears throat> so basically what it's saying is you just said you, 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 um, when you reach 18, you understand everything that they're talking about in this. And really what you're doing with your registering by authenticating your birth certificate is actually making um see the state owns your birth certificate actually and actually that's how they make us fourteenth amendment citizens by the birth certificate because what happens is when we are born they give us a birth certificate and you know, just through um uh, school and everything else, we actually um Join ourselves with the birth certificate, like you'll say, it's my birth certificate, it's my social, it's my driver's license, it's my all of these things. It's really that the state 
have copyrights on. And when you, you know, but the, actually the birth certificate, the state had copyright on that anyway because it created it when you were born. And that's what made you a 14th Amendment citizen because it's twice, it's two of us. And when we take ownership, and when we not, when we take, <clears throat> just say we are the birth certificate, we have it without having ownership of it. Then actually, that's that's you saying, yeah, I'm I'm this piece of paper, which we all know that we're not a piece of paper. Something got to give the paper life, and this is, but you know, it's the trickery that they do. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, it's all fake, but <clears throat> it's got real consequences. If you don't know, but it's it's real good to get your. I mean, starting off, that should be the first one of the first things you do. Um, if there's three things you want to do, uh, your birth certificate be should be like in a, a number one, really, to be honest with you, because it's easier to do. And if you don't know the process of the, um, even with doing the passport application, it's good to have your um, your birth certificate authenticated, so you can see an idiot and it's proof. Because after you get it authenticated. It's like you could use it as evidence to show, oh, I own this birth certificate. And also, what it spoke about in the rule, you have to attach <clears throat> an affidavit on it. And this affidavit is an affidavit of ownership. I'm going to read mine. Um, affidavit of ownership, state of North Carolina, um, county of Wake, uh, Boone, Gregory Boone of Nightdale, North Carolina, make an oath and say that birth certificate. Say, I, Gregory Byrne, Andre Byrne of Nightdale, North Carolina, the undersigned of lawful age, being first duly sworn on oath, deposed to, deposed and state that I am familiar with the facts recited. And the party name in the said birth certificate is the same party as one of the owners in said certificate of title. And I got the giraffe. I got it notarized, I signed it, and bam. It was it. And actually, I, took, I got a, um, I actually got this, um, this affidavit of ownership. I took it and got it authenticated also. And that's just, um, certifying that the, through the state, that the notary that notarized it was, you know, legit. And it actually makes your notary a little stronger when you get it certified. I mean, get it certified, or actually get your notary authenticated, or certi- a certification or registered. Yeah, it's a real, it's a pretty simple process um, to do. Um, it's just a couple of addresses. Let me see, can I find them on this website? Travel.gov. Okay. Check if in and authentication certificate or an apostle needed. Well, I, I about the apostle thing. I really didn't. I really never did too much study on the apostle thing because we always like did authentication. But um, it's kind of basically the same. But I, with the authentication, with the uh, apostle thing, you don't got to send it off nowhere. You just they do, they do that right in the state. I did. I know I did read that, but um, it says mail your package to the following address: Office of, of Authentica- Authentications, Authentications, U.S. Department of State, and it's got a little couple of abbreviations down here. 
And it's um it's actually PO Box twelve oh six Sterling, Virginia. Um zip code two oh one six six dash one two oh six. Um and yeah, it's pretty simple. I mean and also I, I actually went back and listened to the video and I don't know like if you're in the area the B A the area, um Maryland I guess you could um area and you kind of familiar with where it's at I'm pretty sure you can walk it in but this is pretty simple procedure um not too mind-blowing or anything and and i'm pretty sure you can get it expedited but when i got mine i just sent it it took like a couple of weeks for them to send it back and like i said <clears throat> when you do it it's important for you to get a um return go ahead and pay and put a return envelope inside the package when you send it off so i mean they won't they can send it right back to you you know, which is already paid for and everything. So all they got to do is put your put your um, paperwork in it and send it right back to you. Yeah, it's a pretty um, straightforward um, procedure. Not too not too hard. You know what I'm saying? You might have to do a little studying up on your state as far as what your state rules and regulations are dealing with the Secretary of State. But I mean, I'm in North Carolina, so I don't know where everybody else is, but it's pretty. Much. I mean, if you live in North Carolina, it'd be the same thing I did. Which I'd say it was pretty simple. This has got to, when you take it down to the Secretary of State to get it authenticated, they're going to give you a form to fill out. We just got to put, um, I put China on mine. Um, and I got it. I got it back. It was pretty, like I said, pretty straightforward and simple. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. I didn't really have anything planned. Kind of had a long weekend and a long day today, and I kind of really just got off work. And it's so crazy. One of my, I know I don't want to put no bad news, but I, one of my friends called me today. <clears throat> this girl, she told me that one of her friends was. Now I don't really watch the news, so I don't even know about whatever happened. She said one of her friends was missing since Thursday. So today I put the news on, and it's so crazy that hell. As soon as I put the news on, um. Uh, it was they were talking about the little girl they found like twenty seven pregnant. They found in a in a in a um suitcase. And they say her and her boyfriend, um, white guy. Black girl, white guy. So they was living in a tent behind a house or something. How cold it's been? They're living in a tent and she's pregnant. I can't even see it, it's crazy, but it just you know, it is just it's just a small reminder of how fortunate we are, you know what I'm saying, to be in our right mind, doing the right thing. I think she, the girl had got on drugs or something like that. I don't know. But, you know, it, that's what I did. Just let you know how important it is to keep your mind focused on you and not get, you know, but like anybody can fall, no doubt. But, you know, stuff like that, it make you really see, you know, look at yourself too and, you know what I'm saying, kind of self-examine yourself. But I don't know. It is what it is. It's kind of crazy to me. But like I said, it's cool. But um, like I said, if you got any, uh, I think Hakeem did a, a good show, but it's old, back in the archives on the birth certificate. Um, it's old, though. I'm pretty sure everything kind of go back around in a circle to, to this. But most of the people should have their birth certificate done, unless it's some new people. That actually um, haven't did it, but it's pretty, um, like I say, pretty easy. 
And the birth certificate is also it's a bond and it's being traded all over the world. On the stock market. I guess the stock market is all our birth certificates. The whole United States. And probably other states trade with us with other countries trade with the United States. With their citizens also. Or slaves. For them to be able to um, treat us like they do. We all like slaves. Unless we get out and do some of these processes. And it's crazy. Like, I hear all came all the time talking about procrastination, and it's so true. I mean, I, I, I've been doing this for a long time, but I feel so far behind sometimes, like, a lot of stuff I haven't did. Um, but I, I guess I did the main things. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I've been um, trucking it out for a while, you know, and trying just trying to get the right understanding, too, you know what I'm saying, which a lot of people, you know, <clears throat> Because I've heard Akeem talk about the people he call, who call him, and like I said last week, I can just imagine what he goes through every day with the people calling his phone, people uh, emailing him, trying to get free info, and just asking them questions about this, about that, about everything. But like you said, too, it's, it's so a lot of stuff is not, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's so, um, how can I say? It's not worth it, you know what I'm saying? And I know it pisses them off when somebody calls them and asks them something about something you could have looked at yourself. I mean, it's so simple. But I just, I'm just, um, want everybody to just, you know, just think, you know what I'm saying? Try to reach in before you call. Just try to reach in inside yourself and see can you get down. And try real hard. And then maybe, you know what I'm saying, you won't have to, you know what I'm saying, rely on them so much as far as just simple stuff. I can understand, you know, if you got something heavy going on, but, you know, simple stuff like if um, this place is doing something because it's Corona or, I mean, that's simple stuff we can find out for ourselves. Just take the time to do a little research. And it's crazy that what's so true about the research, when you look for one thing, it always opens a door up for something else. How when you read something, it has a. I mean, like when you go on your computer and you're reading something, and it has the little, um, some of the words might be darker or something. You tap on those words, it'll take you to a whole other place. But it's all surrounded by what you started looking for, and like I said, it'll take you to a whole other place and have you digging even farther. And I mean, that's the way you learn. That's the way you study. You know, you just gotta do it. Just keep digging. And, it's, and, I, and I know it's overwhelming because it's overwhelming for me sometimes. It's so much information. I mean, just about, I mean, the law, just about yourself, um, health. Um, I mean, and it's, it's we do all of these things every day. So, I mean, you know, just take a little time to study, study yourself. When I was in more science, they said, um, if I ask you what to study, you just say to yourself, and if you ask me what to study next, I say yourself again. We all know that it's a it's a everyday process. Just trying to keep yourself straight. Just trying to keep yourself in line and get your get your your mind right, aligned with what the problem is is what's going on outside and aligning with what's going on inside. And it's like they're kind of battling with each other. But if you could ever get, it's like I look at it like. Um, I know you ever seen the little some wheels to be spinning, and all of them got a little like a door, and they all spin. And if you could get all them doors to open up in line, 
all the way from the biggest wheel to the smallest wheel, and you got it. But what's going on is that the wheels are spinning, but they never align. You know what I'm saying? Everything has to be in tune for it to align. And it's crazy. Like, I was telling one of my friends that, um, you know, how we, how we, uh, I said, it's crazy how just like the planet is, how uh, the earth rotates around the sun or where, however it is. Anyway, it's just like this. When somebody, when you meet a person for the first time, you just only really getting the front view of them. But the more time that you spend around them or the more you see them, it's like they spin around in a circle. So you get a, a whole 360 view of them. But now, it might not happen overnight, but the more constantly you be around them and you see more of them and you see the whole entire picture. It's like you, they they just start spinning around you, revolving around you, and you start noticing more. And it's basically the same thing with them. That we kind of, you know, we just kind of got to get get see something and get used to it to feel it. And it's the same thing about ourselves. But we've been concentrating on everything about from the outside. Which and it's crazy because all the experiences that we experience, they all come from inside. Even when I touch somebody else, it's what I feel. You know, it's not like I'm not really even touching I'm not really even feeling feeling them. I'm feeling the feeling that I feel. It's kind of crazy. I mean, if you really think about it, everything goes, everything that happens, happens from the interior. But we always taught to focus on something outside, God in the sky, this over here, that over there. But how about you? you? How about what make you tick? How about what make you keep you going? How about that God inside of you? You know what I'm saying? The goal in life is to try to get to know him. Well, get to know yourself a little bit more better. Well, a lot more better. Get to that God consciousness where the where the the troubles in the world won't be your troubles. It's like it's crazy that all the and listen, like I said, I watch the news today and I rarely do. But they're talking about new corona in where is it? Um, South Africa somewhere. They got some new corona and the um, vaccine. It's not. It's kind of like. I think they suspended it over there because it wasn't working. It, it didn't, wasn't affect. I mean, like it wasn't strong enough to do anything with it. <clears throat> but I don't know what company it is or whatever. Like I said, I don't keep up with it. But it's crazy though. So much stuff going on, and you know, all you can try to do is keep yourself in line. Don't worry about. You know, I'm not saying don't worry about nobody else, but. You got to be the main focus on yourself. I mean, I used to tell my baby mama that I love my kids, but I come first. And she they used to say I was selfish, but I was like, I mean, how can how can? Because if I love the kids more than I love myself, if I do what they want to do, then we'll be living in the shelter. Because all they want to do is play all day. I got to go to work. I got to make some money to make all this stuff happen. So, you know, you just got to put yourself first and keep your. I mean. Keep your goals. Make some goals. Write them down. Keep them in your pocket. Look at them every five minutes to remind yourself when you get ready to do something crazy. To remind yourself of what you're shooting for. And if you're going to ever get it. You know, if you make some crazy move. I mean, you know, I know it's hard sometimes with all, like I said, with all of what's going on with it at the end of the day. You're the most important person in the world to yourself. You should be. 
But with that being said, um, make the announcements about the shows. Um, of course, tonight, me, Burn Bay. On Tuesday, we got Truth Tuesday with our King. Wednesday, we got the Solomon Temple show. I think it was in the morning, around 10 a.m. Um, Thursday, we got Divine Connection with Jessica and Tasia. Friday, our King Jr. Sunday, Raising Independent Thinkers with Beth. And I'm going to play a little bit more Reverend Ike for y'all. Joseph was a son of his father's old age. He was daddy's pet. And among other things, daddy gave him a coat of many colors. And his brothers didn't like it. I'm going to tell you something, people. When you really start prospering, some of your brothers may not like it. But Joseph created some of his own problems. Joseph dreams took many years and many needless pains to come through because he did something he shouldn't have done. Joseph told his brothers his dream. Ladies and gentlemen, you should not tell everybody your prosperity dream. This is why you need to come to a place like this where we can all talk prosperity and shout prosperity and share our prosperity dreams because we have a certain accord here for that. You ready for this affirmation? I am as rich as God. And you can't go running out there telling everybody. You can't even go back home and tell everybody. And I've even got Bible for it. The father said to the prodigal son's elder brother, he said, son, all that I have is yours. Not some. Now, I know that's too rich for some of you. Oh, blasphemy. You can't tell everybody that. What? Blasphemy. I am as rich as God. Joseph told his brothers his dream. You can't tell everybody this stuff. Wait until they're ready for it. You know, I already preached to you everything that you're ready for is ready for you. Some folks not ready for this yet. Some folks still want to go through hell to get to heaven. I found a better way. I found the Jesus way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Now, Joseph shouldn't have told his brothers his dreams. And by the way, I use Scottish dialect here with the word shoulda, woulda, coulda, shouldna, didna, and willna. And the phonetics makes it easy to discern their meaning. Now, what did he tell his brothers? He had a couple of dreams, and we're going to see what they are. Starting the second verse of the 37th chapter, you may read the entire 37th chapter, and you may need to read on further in the chapters of Genesis about the story of Joseph. First of all, it says at the bottom of the second verse, And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Well, he told on his brothers. Ah! Everybody hates a snitch. And when his brothers saw that their father loved him, oh, the third verse. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age. And he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. And Joseph dreamed a dream. Now, that's fine up to that point. Now, listen to this part. 
Let him wonder. And you see the next thing? Don't be upset and insulted. How does he? 